This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Hello, ladies. I'd like for us to look at some lessons from the Psalms today. The Psalms are really replete with memories of God's faithfulness to His people, and I think if we just took a few brief moments to reflect upon three important and comforting things that we can glean from the Psalms, it would really help us through our days. First of all, I'd like us to look at the word, Remember. The Psalms are replete with these memories of God's faithfulness to His people. Psalm 78 recounts how God rescued the Israelites from Egypt and brought them into the Promised Land. It also tells of the perils of forgetting God, how He punished the Israelites for grumbling against Him as they repeatedly forgot how God had delivered them. Let's listen to what the psalmist had to say in Psalm 78, 1-8. Give ear, O my people, to my law. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings of old, which we have heard and known, and our fathers have told us. We will not hide them from our children, showing to the generation to come the praises of the Lord, and His strength, and His wonderful works that He hath done. For he established a testimony in Jacob, and appointed a law in Israel, which he commanded our fathers that they should make them known unto their children, that the generation to come might know them, even the children which should be born, who should arise and declare them to their children, that they might set their hope in God, and not forget the works of God, but keep his commandments, and might not be as their fathers a stubborn and rebellious generation." a generation that set not their heart aright, and whose spirit was not steadfast with God. Our Heavenly Father has an expectation that we will remember His holy words and teach them to our children and to their children, still yet today. Are we doing that? Are we spending time in Bible study with our children, instilling within them the great and wonderful things our Father has given us? Do we teach them the strength of God and His loving, tender love for all of mankind? I pray that we do. I can't imagine a God-fearing parent who would deliberately withhold spiritual knowledge from their children. But it's so easy to run out of time as we go about our day-to-day business. Remember, we cannot afford a generation that knows not God. Teach them, ladies, and reinforce those precepts and promises daily as we walk beside our children. There are lessons in everything we do that we can point out to them, from cooking, cleaning, baking, everything, as well as studying. Everyone benefits from a child who is reared up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. When King David was in distress, he didn't hesitate to express his despair to God, but he also remembered The Lord is on his throne, and took refuge in God, praising the Lord, even amid the trials. In Psalm 42, 5-8 we read, Why art thou cast down, O my soul, and why art thou disquieted in me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. O my God, my soul is cast down within me, therefore I will remember thee from the land of Jordan and from the Hermonites, and from the hill Mizar. Deep calleth unto deep at the noise of thy waterspouts. All thy waves and thy billows are gone over me. 
Yet the Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime, and in the night his song shall be with me, and my prayer unto God of my life. David drew from these remembrances, from his experiences with the God of heaven, who remembered him in his trials. As Christians today, we must also remember that because of Christ, we want for nothing. We have everything we need in our salvation. We praise the Lord for all he has done. Psalm 103, 1-2 states it perfectly. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not, or remember not, excuse me, remember, all of his benefits. Our Lord has benefited us in so many ways we couldn't begin to fathom to name them all. We should be ever thankful. The second point I'd like for us to look at is the rest. Rest is very important. You ladies who have little kids, you know this. You need naps too. (laughs) I know, I remember that. It's needful in our physical lives as well as our spiritual lives. When we remember God and dwell on his characteristics as described in Psalms, we can rest knowing that God is with us. At the end of Psalm 4, David wrote, I will both lie down and sleep in peace, for you alone, Lord, make me live in safety. Isn't that a comforting thought? When we sleep, we demonstrate trust that God is watching over us even when we're in our most vulnerable state. But rest is more than just our physical sleeping. It's also an indwelling peace that comes from knowing God and being known by Him. It's confidence in His constant presence, knowing He's our only hope. Wise and faithful women of God understand these remarks by the psalmist that we read in Psalm 62, 5-6. My soul wait thou only upon God, for my expectation is from Him. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be moved. The same God who delivered Israel, who rescued David, and who kept all of his promises to his people, is the same God who is near to us today. He is our blessed assurance. God never changes. He will keep all of his promises to us too. We can rest in that truth, knowing that any circumstance in which we may find ourselves is temporary. Let us remember this and rest in those promises as we look forward to the day when he fulfills his promise to dwell with his people forever. Finally, we can rejoice. We can rejoice as we remember and teach our children of our amazing God and rest in his promises, and we should be rejoicing. Remembering God's faithfulness and resting in his sovereignty allows us to worship God in spirit and truth rejoicing that we can spend eternity with him. The psalmists weren't afraid to express their fear, depression, and feelings of despair. But even when they lamented and mourned and asked questions, they frequently ended those same passages with joy as they remembered their God. When Saul's men were pursuing David, he wrote Psalm 59, asking God to rescue him. But even in this precarious situation, David rejoiced, writing in verses 16 through 17, But I will sing of thy power, yea, I will sing aloud of thy mercy in the morning, for thou hast been my defense and refuge in the day of my trouble. 
Unto thee, O my strength, will I sing, for God is my defense and the God of my mercy. Like David, we can rejoice in the face of anything, because we know that one day we will all pass away, and if we remain faithful to him, we will dwell with the Lord forever. The book of Psalms helps us better understand how to express ourselves to the Lord. This book is filled with words of prayer and songs to sing, and it reminds us that we can lament and express our grief to God. The Psalms also remind us to remember the God who is the beginning and the end of all things, and to rest in His sovereignty and to rejoice in all circumstances. I thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.